0: Live.
1: Good Friday evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second episode of Heavy F and the Poli Sci Guys. We want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to our program. You can still reach us at TalkShoe at our normal code, 48063, to let everybody know in the coming weeks and couple of months. We will be transitioning to a new mode. We'll let everybody know. In plenty of time, there we'll be able to do some more things on the program, play clips back and other things that we can't do here, so yay for us. Tonight, we're going to be discussing a little bit of politics, a little bit of religion, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and we have our roundtable with us. We have Tammy, we have Ashley, we have Barbara, and we have Tricia. We may have some people that decide to stop in and trip over themselves to get here later, and if they do... We welcome them here. And if they don't, well, it was their loss. The time, 9.02 p.m. on the East Coast, 6.02 p.m. on the Left Coast. This program is brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where they did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one with a cherry Coke. We also are brought to you by the Wall Street Journal, the real news at the right time, WSJ.com, WSJ.com. Go there, sign up for the newspaper, save a little money, get a little news, make everybody happy. All right, we're going to roll into our first topic of the evening. We want to welcome those that are live streaming at the five different sites that are live streaming us this evening. We welcome you. In the coming weeks, we will have our website back up and everything where you can interact with us directly. But since you can't right now, you can email us, Political Superman at Fabianstory.com political superman at Fabianstory.com. We want to hear your comments, complaints, gripes, concerns. Let us have it. We want it. This week in politics, Hillary Clinton down. Donald J. Trump up. Director Comey up. Michelle Obama down. And all of this brought about by a wiener. Let us start. Do we think, roundtable, and I'll throw this first one out to Tammy, did Anthony Weiner and his wife personally hand the election to Donald Trump today?
2: I don't know. I think people are still so stupid that they can't see what a criminal enterprise Hillary has woven across every agency in the United States government and then some. I don't know. Some people are just that stupid.
1: Do you think it affects the voter turnout this weekend and the early part of next weekend, early part of next week? Uh, Tricia?
3: I believe it does. I believe there's going to be a lot of people that um, are going to think twice about voting for, for Hillary, and they're going to switch over to Trump. This is definitely, this definitely hurt her.
1: The biggest concern had been the fairweather voters. The fairweather voters being those that don't really like Hillary and are Republican light, but didn't really want to do Trump. They weren't so hard-cased as to be forever Trump or never Trump, but they weren't gung-ho about Hillary. Does this sway them and does this move that independent vote even more than it has already moved Barber?
0: Yeah, I think it does. I really do. Um, if they weren't uh, decided now, I think this puts them into the decided column for Trump. Um, this is very damaging to Hillary. Uh, <clears throat> this,
1: this gives a second chance to Kumi, um, who lost face
0: back in July.
1: Okay. Well, that rolls me into – well, that's going to bring us into another topic. And this one goes to Ashley. Did Hillary Clinton lose voters today? And I don't mean the undecideds or those that haven't made up their mind. Did she lose voters that had already decided, hey, I'm going to vote for Hillary?
4: Um, I think she did. I don't know. I think it's kind of hard to say at this point. I mean, with it only just happening today, I think we're going to have to wait to see how it plays out. But my personal opinion, yes, this is going to take both away from her.
1: Okay. And let's go rolling into the next topic, and that brings Comey around, and, and everybody gets to comment on this one. Uh, we'll go Tammy, Trisha, Barbara, Ashley. And the question is, is Comey trying to save face and why?
2: Well, I think he's trying to save face regardless of who's going to be president. But I have a feeling that if Trump is president, he's going to drill down in a lot of these agencies and get all these people out. I mean, that's going to be the only way that we change our country and get get the criminal enterprise out of there. Otherwise they'll just shoot Trump and buy Pence or something. I don't know. I mean they're just that dirty.
1: Treasure.
3: I stated first off that that Cumi was trying to redeem himself with the the public because so many in the in the public face were completely disgusted and disappointed with, with what he stated back in June. So I believe now he's trying to save face and redeem himself with um, with everybody. It, it's going to make a difference. It really will.
1: Barbara.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he blew it back in July. I think he knew he blew it in July when he didn't bring charges against Hillary. Um, He was clearly bought off by the AG um, and told not to bring charges. So he found a second chance to go after her, and he's doing it. And um, I think this is going to make a difference in the way he's viewed. And, uh, you know, it's going to make a difference in the uh, way the election turns
5: out. Ashley. I will have to agree. I think this is his second chance. I don't know.
1: Well, I think that we all have we all have a time when we have a reckoning. Whether that's when we became Christians, that's when we determined to get married, get divorced, whatever the case may be. And I think that Comey was handed a gift horse in the mouth, no pun intended, because it was Anthony Weiner. Okay? So I think that you have to be very, very careful if you're him because he's walk, walking a tightrope. Now, she cannot force him to leave office, okay? Um, FBI directors have 10-year terms, so he's not affected by her. Okay. Um, So we'll see. I do think that he's going to pursue this. Here's how I see this going down. I say that they're going to release some information in the next couple of weeks that basically says, hey, we can't release any information. We don't comment on active investigations. Okay. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Now, whether they expedite looking at those emails, whether they don't, Here's the thing. Something big showed up. Now, it's not Anthony Weiner's phone that they got the information from. And that's the big one right there. It wasn't Weiner's phone. It was on an account that he's the primary on. It was his wife's phone. Okay, and because her phone is on that account, because they're investigating him because of Weinergate. Well, now they discover emails on there that she should not have had access to. Okay? Plus the fact that she stepped down, she's going to be bitter because she was forced out. Okay? So don't be surprised to see stuff start to to leak out. Okay, we're going to roll on to the next topic. Donald Trump. We talked about up Donald Trump. He gave his campaign $10 million today. As a result of that $10 million, he's now put in $66 million of his own money into his account. There are some saying that he hasn't done enough, that he should put more money in there and match $100 million. Now, he did say that he would put up to $100 million, maybe more, into his campaign. But these people that are calling upon him to put 100 million in there, do they have it to put in there? And do you think he's right to say, "Hey, look, you know, people want to change in this country. Some of them should pony up $20 here, $20 there." Which he's done very well at, by the way. He's blown Hillary out of the water when it comes to the individual contribution. Most of her money has come from mm-hmm. corporate. So, question is, are people being hypocrites by saying you should put more money in? And if you believe he should put more money in, why? We'll go in the same order. Tammy?
2: Well, he did say he would put that money in there. So, you know, there's that. And how much more money do they need? You know, we're, what, eight, nine, ten, eleven days out? So he said he would.
1: Pressure.
3: Well, first thing, if he just put 10 million in, how much has he put in prior to this?
1: 66 total.
3: Okay, so he would still need to put in another 34 to get to the 100 million. I know he is Who's still fundraising I'm still getting emails to donate which I'm quite sure everybody else is um if he said he's going to do it then I believe he'll do it he still has a has more over a week left to go I believe he'll do it
1: well they are running some new ads Hillary's got a hundred and fifty six million sitting in the bank okay Trump right now has got about sixty two sixty three Whereas most of you would believe that that's enough money to hit the home stretch. If you think that by tomorrow afternoon we're not going to see a whole new batch of ads up on TV because of what happened today, (laughs) there are people working in dark rooms right now putting that together. And while they're putting that together, you all do know that the reason we found out about this today is (laughs) news outlets. News outlets like WSJ.com. And we invite everybody to go to WSJ.com and sign up for the right news at the right time, the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Having said the shameless plug for the sponsor, uh, we're going to move on to Barbara.
0: Hasn't she spent some of that $156 million though? That That's no longer, you know, in her bank, though. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think he's backed up what he said. Um, you know, he's as good as you know, what he said. So, yeah, I think they're a bunch of hypocrites. And uh <clears throat> you know, let him put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I you know, he's he said he was gonna do it and he did it.
1: So Thank you. Yeah, you know, Ashley, do you think that Trump is a hypocrite if he doesn't match the hundred million? And what do you think about those that call on him to put in up to $100 million of his own money?
4: I personally think it's better to kind of jack it out instead of doing it all at once. I mean, if you set a goal for yourself and you reach it, say, in a day or in a week, then what's the point after that? And I think that, you know, I think he's going to stick to his word Um, But I think he's just waiting instead of reaching his goal all at once, is how I feel.
5: Thank you.
1: Okay, so the next issue that we have is here we've got the election cycles. We've got early voting. We've got voting machines that this week have decided – that they're voting for Hillary. Now, I went researching this yesterday, and I discovered that in every election cycle where computers have been used, they always default to the Democrat. Yeah. Now, doesn't anybody find that interesting?
4: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's very disconcerting, and that says a lot about the people that are doing our voting machines. Okay, now on the flip side of that, the election officials are required are required to um, check those machines, make sure they're set to zero, make sure that it's straight down the middle. And they don't seem to be doing that, and
5: that's an issue. What do you guys
1: think? Why is it that Democrats always have the default setup And why do you think that these machines, especially in areas like Texas, where there's been some chatter about the vote being close? Is it going to go Democrat? No. But will it be closer than it has been in the last few election cycles? Yes, just because of the polarity of the candidates. Why do you think that the voting machines do this? And this is a free-for-all discussion.
4: I personally think it's because they're scared to see what's going to happen. I mean, with this news with Trump saying that if he gets president, that Hillary's going to go to prison or whatever, you know, I think that puts some fear in the the Democrats. And, you know, I just think they're going to have a – they are and that they have. Had a hard time with the losing part of it.
1: I don't disagree.
4: I mean, they're going to do whatever they can to save their butts. And if it's dishonest, it's dishonest. And that's the sad part about it. Fear factor.
1: Okay. Anybody else?
5: I don't think they really care whether it's
3: dishonest or not. Democrats on the main for the main part are dishonest. Yeah.
5: Well.
2: <laughs> I think the um, the fear is that Hillary's gotten so many foreign donations and has so many things promised to different people. Look, if she gets presidency, James Comey will have another job. He'll be—I don't know. She'll put him in her cabinet or something. I—I I don't know. I mean, she—she's just a criminal. But I think they're going to have a hard time uh, paying that pound of flesh back if she doesn't make president. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. I think there's some big issues going on.
4: I think I they're really just here to see what's going to happen.
1: I do too. I, I, and i got to tell you, I think a lot of people are kind of
5: <laughs>
1: wondering what's going to happen if Trump becomes president.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think that what we've seen over the past eight years is definitely going to be a switch from what we're accustomed to. And to help kind of, you know, assist with that and and help push that down, I would invite everybody to go to Chick-fil-A because they didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. You should get a number one. That'll help you stomach the changes that are coming with Trump. And I... uh,
0: Good lead-in.
5: Yeah, I liked that segue there, didn't you? <laughs>
1: but they they point the point in all this on, on a serious note is that either way we go, we're either going to go more towards Venezuela style of doing things, or we are going to come to a well you know i do think trump's going to go further to the right than what some people believe he's going to do i don't think he's going to go so far to the right that it's going to turn off the moderates or the others you know the independents so i just i think that everybody needs to take a take a deep breath and we do need we don't need hillary And anybody that would vote for Hillary after this, you know, I understand, I understand, I can't understand people willing to put the 33,000 emails in the back of their mind. Because Mm -hmm. the truth is, it didn't directly affect them. Okay? I mean, let's just face it. That's the truth. Okay? And... We are at a position now that we just need to say, look, one time, yeah, shame on you. The second time, shame on me. The third time, what the hell are you thinking? And we are well past, what the hell are you thinking? Okay, another story that's not out there that that we need to discuss that is going to just blow everybody's mind and that is that uh, Hillary stole furniture from the State Department.
3: Oh, I got mm-hmm. to about that.
1: Okay, can you believe that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You just you're sitting there and you're scratching your head and you're like, okay, why are really? we doing this?
5: <laughs> so, why did Marilla Lynch plead the fifth in? Hello.
1: I'm sorry, I cut out. What did you say?
2: So why did Loretta Lynch plead the fifth then? What is she? What is she pleading the fifth over?
1: About everything. When she played. <laughs> when she played the fifth. In front of the committee. You're talking about in front of the congressional they're committee.
2: A, they're saying about the three. I think it's the three hundred million dollars or whatever the Iranian money.
1: Well, because of how all that shook out. The truth is, Obama didn't have the authority to send that. Okay? And the way that they went about that was all a back door. Now, walking out the door, everybody's going to be pardoned. Okay? And I've seen a lot of talk today about Hillary being pardoned. And she's probably going to be. Okay? Let's just go ahead and call it. Call it what it is, she's probably gonna be. But won't stop her from getting impeached if she happens to be elected. And I don't think there's too many Democrats that as more of this stuff comes out and more of it will come out after the election, that's gonna try and hitch their hitch their boat to her wagon. It's just not gonna happen. So, why is Loretta Lynch pleading the fifth? Oh, you can only imagine. You know, she used to work for the Clintons. She knows stuff. That's
3: probably why.
1: It, it. It. Yeah, I would be surprised if it if it wasn't. Okay, so let's move on to our our next topic, and let's let's come away from the political of it for a few minutes and and let's go into basically a humane. Well, this is partly political, so I'll just go ahead and get this one out of the way. On November the 9th, we're all still going to be Americans. We're all still going to live here. We're all still going to get up and we're going to live our daily lives. How many on the night of November the 8th should Hillary be declared El Presidente? will have to pull their heads up out of the toilet the next morning from hangover.
2: <laughs> That'd be me.
1: Well, we've determined Barbara's a lush. Next.
5: Not Ashley
1: We know Ashley's a lush. Next. Not me. I'm sorry? Not me. Tricia says she don't drink, but she'll probably make an exception. I
3: have a
1: she gonna have some at Jesus juice. <laughs> Michael Jackson used to used to throw out there. So,
5: so what do you think is in the emails?
1: Huh, you are trying to bait me into that, aren't you?
2: Who me? <laughs> yes,
1: you're using you are using private conversation against me.
5: You cannot use
1: private conversation again, me.
2: No, wondering minds are all-knowing. Everybody always wants to
0: know.
1: In the emails, emails, there are several things that they're concerned about coming out. Okay? They are concerned about the -the off-the-record conversations that Hillary had with her chief of staff both through the email server discussing classified things that, A, she shouldn't have had to begin with, B, they're concerned about some of the interests that Bill Clinton had because Hillary mentioned some of them. Hillary mentions her own interests and a need to be off the grid for a couple of hours, so much so that she lied to her Secret Service detail.
2: Oh, well... um,
1: that's
5: against
1: the law. It's actually not against the law. Oh well. Damn. But
2: <laughs> well, um just as I was driving back home, uh Levin was on and he was saying that hey, cut it out. He was saying that he thought that there were emails it was a third party it was another account. It was Wiener's account and that Huma and HRC had access to it and that there were emails on that account that neither Huma or Wiener should have had. They were forwarded from another and confidential, classical source.
1: That is true. There are there are 13 instances of that. But that's, that's not true. what's got them all up in a TIS. What's got them up in a TIS is what they located on her phone as a result of the subpoena for the wiener phone. Come on, I couldn't resist. (laughs) So, there is a lot going on, folks.
2: I'm going to go on Instagram and order a bag of dicks to be sent to Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) And if y'all never heard of that, that is an actual page on Instagram called Bag of Dicks, and you can go and order them.
1: Okay, let's talk polls. Who wants to talk polls? Okay. Come on, I need to hear some excitement. Who wants to talk polls? <laughs> you can't... Yeah, How are you supposed to talk about a poll <laughs> after dicks? You know, it just ain't working. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's call is
1: about wieners, a bag of dicks, and pole.
2: Oh my God.
1: Thank you. Have a nice day. Stand by for these messages. Hello. Thank you for calling Adam and Eve. Tonight we are selling some real sexy stuff. No, I'm just kidding. How about the Christmas tree in France that looks like a toy of sexual nature? Hold on just a second.
5: <laughs> okay. All right.
2: If anybody has a Twitter account, please go see James Woods and his tweets from today. Why? Well, you would just love it. You would just love it.
1: I like well, them. I like moving them on good. to the polling data. There has been released today about 64 different polls between, well, in the last 48 hours, there's been about 64 polls. And I say about because there's one that is so blatantly to the left that it makes the left look conservative. Okay? It has Hillary Clinton winning 49 of the 50 states.
5: <laughs> this oh,
1: poll this no. poll is so out there that I don't even waste any time.
2: MSNBC?
1: Anything that has PMSNBC on it, I don't even waste my time. So let's talk polls. Let's take the 64 polls that have come out in the past 48 hours, and off the rip, we're throwing away 24 of them. Okay, there are 24 polls that are going in the garbage. Okay, so now we're down to 40. Now, I'm going to take the pro-Trump polls and the pro-Clinton polls, and I'm going to throw them out. Okay, now we're down to about eight. These are truly scientific polls, and we've got about eight of them. Now, the overall consensus when you put all the polls together is that Billary leads by about three points nationally in most polls, and five to seven points when you factor in some of the other fringe polls. Okay, and... One of the things that we want to look at in this new batch of polls is, A, do we factor in the week that Hillary's had and the week that Trump's had? Yes. Most of this polling data that's out this week factors that in. If you will notice something, Trump has cut the lead in less than seven days by half, and in some cases, more than half. Now, let's go to Pennsylvania. Who wants to guess how many points Hillary leads by in Pennsylvania?
5: One. Three.
1: Okay. Anybody else want to take a wild guess? She leads by two. I was going to say two. She leads by two. Now, let's factor in that that two-point lead comes from what two cities?
0: Philadelphia and Fetchburg.
1: That's exactly right. Philadelphia. They have not changed their polling model. Ah, but I found a poll. I found a county-by-county poll that is run by Smith out of Georgia. Okay? Now, the Smith Polling Group is a small polling group, but they have been incredibly accurate since their inception in 2000. Okay? Incredibly accurate. They deal with small-time county-by-county polling, which all of you know I am a big fan of, okay? And the polling data in Pennsylvania spells a Trump victory by about four points if the election were held today with very heavy turnout, okay? Let's go to Ohio. Hillary's pretty well given up on Ohio. She took uh, First Lady Obama there. Uh, yesterday, and the turnout was not all that great. Anybody know how many people showed up for that yesterday? Zero. Two. <laughs> well, there was a few more than that. There was about 2,000 people there.
0: Oh, my God.
1: When Trump was there uh, just last week, there were 17,000. Okay. Uh-huh. There there is something to be said about crowd enthusiasm. Let's go into Iowa. Hillary's written off Iowa. Let's go into Michigan. Michigan is a dead heat. Nobody's willing to call that one. The polling data suggests it's a dead heat. You go in there one day, Trump's up two. You go in there another day, Hillary's up two. It is a dead heat in Michigan. Wisconsin is another one. The cheeseheads there are thinking about going red. Okay, wow. Minnesota seems to finally be slipping into the column of billery. Okay, Georgia, they've still got its toss-up. You can put red and mark that deep red, not going to happen. You can mark Texas red, not going to happen. You can mark Arizona red, not going to happen. And you can go ahead and mark Nevada. Colorado, the polling there, is really interesting. I think it will end up going blue, but barely, and I stress barely, okay? The other states, the other two states, well, three states where this is going to come down to, Florida, North Carolina, and Virginia. Now I have intentionally left those three out till now because each of those merit deep discussion, okay? Let's go to Florida. Who thinks, by show of hands, who <laughs> thinks Trump's going to win Florida?
5: <coughs>
1: thank you for those hands. Now, who thinks Clinton's going to win Florida by show of hands? Oh, thank you for that one hand there, Ashley. I appreciate that.
4: Hey, that okay. was not even me. My hand was down.
1: On a serious note, if you think that Trump is going to win Florida, say ah. If you think Hillary's going to win Florida, say aye. Excellent. You would be correct. If you look at the voting turnout and the votes that have been returned, okay, votes that have been returned, Trumpers or estimated Trumpers, because they technically aren't supposed to tell you which way, uh, are leading the charge. Also, in early voting, guess who's starting to show up? There have been record-breaking days in the panhandle of Florida.
0: That's a good sign.
1: Guess what? Guess who was not covering that today? The news. As a matter of fact, NBC led off this morning with, as Trump's numbers tumble, other ventures being investigated. Did they see the polling data that I just saw? Mm-hmm. then another one CBS today Hillary can wrap this up with weekend early votes
0: Oh
1: my! Um, I think y'all missed the same stuff I did cause uh, I sure didn't see that and I'm a political strategist that's been doing this for a long time and I'm better than most of the pundits at both of those little networks so Florida, the panhandle did very well the west of Florida is doing very well Here's what they are doing. The Black Panthers were out trying to get people in Broward County, Miami-Dade, Dade County, and, oh, what's the other county? There's one I always forget.
0: Palm Beach, I guess.
1: No, Palm Beach is where Trump's from. He's going to win that one in a in a boom slide. Uh, but they are out trying to drag people to the polls, basically. Okay? You've got election workers that have been letting some pe- letting some people register same day, that is illegal in the state of Florida. You can't do it. Okay? And by the way, for those of you that really love poll numbers, they polled all World War One survivors and found oh, that gosh. they are going very heavily for Clinton. Okay? <laughs> World War I, uh veterans were voting very heavily for
5: Clinton. <laughs> Want everybody
1: to understand that? I
5: can't
2: believe that. <laughs> I thought for sure they'd go for
1: Trump. I'm just saying I I think they're going to they're going to be polling Civil War veterans next week Okay. they don't expect the poll results to be too different (laughs) moving on well when I heard Abraham Lincoln and Mary Todd (laughs) were, were voting for Hillary I knew something was up you know I was just I've got to have a talk with them.
4: Helen, Helen Keller sent me a message today saying she's voting for Hillary, too, so we're due. Now,
1: those of you that are sad and those of you that feel like all is lost because of this polling data, remember that Chick-fil-A is there to comfort you. They did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. And I would recommend for those of you that – are sick of the number one, because I've been recommending that since 2007, I'm going to recommend something different tonight on this program alone. Mm -hmm. A number five. Get those nuggets. And just chew on that sweet southern goodness. And you will not be sad anymore. And have a cherry Coke to wash it down. And dip your waffle fries in some barbecue sauce. And then go face the world. Now, That's my shameless plug three. They told me that I had to plug them three times in an hour. I have officially plugged them three times. So, Chick-fil-A, I love you. Keep sending me that chick. Okay, moving on. Well, I don't care if you like that advice or not. Goodbye. Anyway, (laughs) so guest eight said that's the worst advice they'd ever heard. They don't love Chick-fil-A. Shame on them. Well... There goes one of my one of my guests. They don't love Chick Fil A. Anyway, on a uh, more <laughs> serious note, the polling the polling data coming out of North Carolina. Okay? okay, North Carolina is one of those that is fickle, because guess what you have affecting North Carolina right now? Come on you think about this. All over the, the news flood. there for a while. The floods. That's exactly right. The floods. Now, let's look at the areas that the flood has affected people. What are the predominant groups that live in that area? And I bet Tracy could answer this one. Anybody want to take a guess at the areas?
5: No, yeah, it would be Republicans.
1: Think about it. You're looking at about 62 percent Democrat. For that area. Well, several of the hardest hit areas. Okay, and it never seems to fail. Tragedy always affects those that least can afford it. But what is that going to mean for voter turnout? Okay, now instead of Meals on Wheels, they've got a thing right now where there are votes on wheels. And what they're doing is they're allowing people in adversely affected areas to basically robo-vote. And they're going to go back and verify their information later. Well, I know what that means. Same thing they tried to do in Florida in 2000. But the polling data shows that especially in areas that they were hit by the flood, that Donald Trump's image actually went up. Because what most people don't know is that he spent $2 million and sent in all kinds of supplies. Anybody here see about that on the news?
0: No. Yeah.
1: Y'all want to know how I found out about it? A Democratic strategist, she was mad that Hillary would not send anything to help the victims? No said, and I quote, this, this is what Jackie said to me. She said, I'm not worried about those efforts in North Carolina. I'm not going to win that state anyway.
0: Oh
2: my yeah, God. They're, they're uh, white and black and they're not foreign. I do remember getting an email about the fact
3: that Trump did do something for, for North Carolina and Hillary didn't.
1: Oh, my God, she said that. Yeah. <laughs> You all don't understand, she's got the worst attitude and mouth behind the scenes. When she screamed at a Secret Service agent to get a flag out of her way, okay, she screamed to get that effing rag out of her way.
5: Mm -hmm. And the agent
1: says, ma'am, I have to keep my hands free she belittled him and called him every name in the book and got him kicked off the PPD. Oh, my God. So what? I like her. Very, very disappointed in the fact that we've even chose these two that we've yeah. got. But at the end of the day, we've got to keep her out. And, uh, yep. you know, it is what it is. Because Trump's easier to kick out than some of the others. All right, there comes a part in every... Pro- oh, we got to do the polling in Virginia. The... Yes, she did go off after doing an interview with Matt Lauer. She also went off after the third debate and wanted to know why in the bleep she didn't get the bleeping questions ahead of time like she had in the other two. Oh. Now, the polling data for Virginia If any of you guys know about how Virginia goes, if that northern part of Virginia, if the northern part of Virginia and the area right around D.C. on the Virginia side, if they show up in heavy numbers to vote, Virginia will go Democrat. Okay, well, let me rephrase that. If they show up in heavy numbers and the... Uh, yes, she did say that. Hillary Clinton is on record as saying if that M effort gets in, we're all going to hang, referring to Hillary. That is a true statement. Uh, anyway, with Virginia, if Republicans don't show up on the west side of Virginia and the southern part of Virginia, that central part, then Democrats will hold the state. If Republicans have heavy turnout in those three areas, they can counteract the northern part and the eastern part. And the interesting thing is is that Kane was not a popular governor. Okay, he wasn't very popular at all. The only reason he managed to get the seat was because Webb, who was a popular guy, uh basically threw the through the torch and said, "Here, because he wasn't going to be able to win re-election just because of some of the stuff he had gotten into." Uh, so they primaried him out. But we've got about 12, 13 minutes left, so I'm going to open it up if anybody has any questions. Uh, But please note we are live streaming elsewhere, and we have to keep the program to its allotted time frame. So if you have any questions or comments, now's the time. I think this is the first time nobody's ever had any questions. Well... In that case, we'll wrap up a few minutes early, and uh, that'll give me a chance. I have one.
0: Why is this stuff not getting out
1: to
5: the people?
1: Because ABC, NBC, CBS, and the Alphabet networks don't want you to know. Because if you're informed, you may make a decision that's counterproductive to what they want or need. Okay, That's why they want to do away with the Electoral College, because without the Electoral College, Republicans would not win, just based on three states. And that's what people don't understand. The biggest detriment to our country today is stupid people. And I mean no disrespect to anybody. Okay? I mean no disrespect to anybody. But the biggest detriment to this country is stupid people.
5: I mean, the fact I... That, Go ahead. am sorry. The I'm fact
1: that backwards. people cannot name their government, the fact that people don't know what's going on in their government, they don't know who's in their government, they don't even know who the Vice President of the United States is. And I have a major problem with that. Yeah. yeah. Major 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 problem with that. And I think and I think we should push for that before people are allowed to vote, they should have common sense about how our government works. I have a yeah. huge problem with and one of the things that the founding fathers were so worried about was entitlements and benefits. People are like, well, the founding fathers didn't talk about food stamps. No, they didn't.
5: Mm-hmm. But
1: they also said that there would never, they would never find a handout that they would vote against.
5: Mm-hmm. Stupid people.
1: Stupid Wait. people. Stupid people. Stupid people. And stupid is not a bad word because stupid people can be educated. Okay, stupid can be fixed even though you hear it say you can't pick stupid. You can.
0: But it our responsibility as people to demand that the mainstream media be more,
5: you know, report.
1: If people would turn off and not watch them, they would change. Look at CNN. Uh, headline yes. news. We'll even use headline news. Look at what they've done. They, nobody's watching them. So what have they done? They've revamped everything. The yes. the the highest ratings grabber for CNN was a guy by the name of Lou Dobbs. hmm Okay, and because he didn't walk toe to toe with what they wanted, they kicked him out. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay, and this is this is the sermon part of me coming out.
4: <laughs> you
1: got me started. <laughs> Or <laughs> like, we just got to push him a little. He'll get going. Here's the deal. Everybody on this call that's listening out there in YouTube and all these other lands and those that are on here, if you want to know the problem with this country, go look in the mirror. If you want to know where everything started, go look in the mirror. And if you want to know... Where we solve this problem, go look in the mirror. This is a problem. Our children are being educated by indoctrination machines called schools. Or
4: Common Core.
1: We have abdicated our role as the educators. And I don't know how many people in here believe believe in the Bible. And it's fine if you do, it's fine if you don't but at the end of the day at the end of the day it is a mother and a father's responsibility to educate their children and if you want to get downright technical it's a mother's place to educate the child okay now i know that's going to raise all kinds of gender crap and i'm not trying to do that i'm just simply saying that it's a parent's responsibility to educate and raise their children and since when did we decide that as parents, we had to cart our children off to education meals that now are teaching them that 10 plus 10 is not really 20, and that we should break that down and divide it up and come up with 18. Really, Common Core was the worst damn thing we ever come up with, and it's time for it to go. It is starting to go, but not nearly fast enough. So listen. Next week's, next week's program is going to be dedicated primarily to education and how to fix some of it and what's going on in our schools. I've got some guests that are going to be on, and uh, they're going to do some interviews um, about what's going on in two of the biggest school systems in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that next week. As far as this week goes, we're about out of time. For those of you that are interested We are going to be doing a, uh, we have started a series uh, during the week, and this is kind of an extra part of that series, but we're going to be doing a study on the doctrine of the church on the other channel that I have. If you're interested in that and you did not get a Facebook message from me, uh, shoot me a message and say, hey, I'm interested, and I will shoot you the code and, and how to get in. As far as everything else, you know, guest date, goodbye. As for everybody else, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You have been a treat. Thanks to the Roundtable for participating this evening. Uh, we'll see you next Friday at the same Heavy F time and the same Poli channel, 9 p.m. Eastern. On behalf of Heavy F and the Poli Guys, remember, You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for without them, we cannot do what we do. Thank law enforcement and first responders for they put their lives on the line for us every day. On behalf of us here, have a good night, everybody